Hello, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of Don't Call Us, We'll Call You, the auditions podcast. My name is Christopher Bartlett-Walford, I am your host, and in our regular show, we celebrate audition mishaps, moments of disasters and nightmares that occur in the casting and theatre world. And what more of a nightmare would you want than about to be graduating from your dream drama college and a global pandemic cancels it? That's right. This episode, I am delighted to introduce you and talk to lots and lots of theatre and arts graduates from the UK college scene who have been brought together by the Gradfest Amina Hamid Productions to perform at Graduates at Cadogan Hall. Three streaming concerts over the next week that will celebrate their performances, show them off to the world and raise fantastic amounts of money for Acting for Others, a brilliant arts organisation that have provided funding and support to those in the profession who have lost everything in this pandemic. It's a little bit different to our normal episodes, but there's still lots of audition nightmares and stories weaved into our conversations with these fantastic people. I had an absolute ball. It was recorded a few weeks ago at the beginning of March 2021 in a completely COVID safe and secure environment. So I'm going to be introducing you to a few graduates at a time telling you their stories and having a chat after they've just recorded their performances, which for some will mark their professional debut in the beautiful Cadogan Hall, which, if you don't know it, is one of the most gorgeous concert venues in London. We are so proud that we got asked down to come and talk to them and be able to give them an even bigger platform than just their concerts to introduce themselves, show their personalities and show how resilient, passionate and hardworking they have been over this last year. I was really inspired, really touched by their commitment to their arts and in some instances those who are just about to get back to training and still don't really know what they're graduating into because no one knows. So if you are a theatre fan, this is going to be a really good insight to what it's really like, or certainly what it's really been like in the last year. So join me and the graduates as we talk through their experiences. Make sure you tweet the show as you listen at Don't Call Us Pod. It's a slightly different format to our usual episodes, but it's really good fun. We start by talking to Dean Mikoski clayton Fallon Monlane, Faye Wheeler and David Mez McKenzie, who joins us just after he sang his song as I watched him on the monitors. Enjoy! See, this is the thing, recording here in my little dressing room <laughs> off the side of the stage. I can hear you all and I can see you all as well because I've got crazy. the monitor on. So I've kind of like got a private gig today. This is lovely. Oh my God, it's so clear as well. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry. I just <laughs> have you not seen cameras before? They're really I've good. not, you know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I've never seen camera before. How have you managed to stay connected to your, what is now career? During all this? Well, I use the phrase yeah. all this because no one knows still what, what it's it going to be. Have you gone to online classes? Have you mm. obviously you're part of grads at CAD, but mm. is there anything else that you've managed to or even felt like doing over the last twelve months to keep yourself motivated, or certainly since graduating at least? Well, firstly, I'm lucky that I've got a great um a great agent. So she has been, you know, working really hard and getting me things to do, whether it was really small or big, which is nice, you know, during the the time we were in lockdown, I teach at Stagecoach. So I got to teach online. I've been there since I was four. I do that. I still do that now. And, um, oh, that's good. you know, we got involved with Gradfest, which is brilliant. Thank you, Liam and Alice for that, because 
I think we all needed it. Yeah. Honestly. Well, that's obviously why we're here today. Yeah. And how was it singing on the stage in this <laughs> stunning room, which I've never been to before? Never. How have I never been here? I know, and you've walked around here so many times, you've just never, you know, been to this venue. It looks, I'm looking at it now, it's honestly beautiful. And it's so nice to just be on a stage. Yeah. You know, this is what we want to do, and we get to do it in some format, so... That was nice. I love the lighting as well. I got yeah. to request. I, lo- I love a kind of pink and purple. Yeah, I requested that. It's a pink and purple. See? Yeah, it's just in tune. <laughs> um, what are you excited about moving forward as the industry heals mm. itself? What's what's the kind of goal in mind for you? He's smiling because there's clearly a few. <laughs> there's, there's quite a few, but oh, I'm well. I'm just looking forward to seeing people. I was actually quite lucky that there was a few auditions. Um, you know, September to around before Christmas, sorry. And when they da- dangled that carrot of normality back into our lives. It was honestly such a stress. You know, we, they, yeah, it was a stress. We did it. <laughs> but I got to meet so many other grads that, and people that were already in the industry. And it was nice to see them, you know, all in the same kind of room and at the same level, if that makes sense. You know, I, I saw people that, you know, I've seen in, in shows and people that I've trained with before. Yeah. And we all shared that same thing of where's the industry? You know, oh, so. trust me, as an agent, I'm, I'm, I'm saying sure. the same thing as well. Where is it? Where have you gone? Where's it gone? I can't see it. Hello, I'm waiting. <laughs> Looks at yeah. the bank account. <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to just being in a show. So someone sign me, not sign me, um, get me in there. Um, I'm not sure what show anymore because I feel like I'd be happy in anything. You know, used to ask, people used to ask you, oh, what would you like to be in? And I'm at this point, I'm honestly, I would be grateful for anything. It's interesting to you know? hear that from a graduate because I think certainly from someone who's, you know, I'm, I'm a lot older than a lot of you now, but there used to be an element of, oh, I don't want to do that. Mm. And I think this, is, this has played a great reset yeah. in a really healthy way to remind everyone that work is work. Mm. And obviously no one put yourself in a compromising position or, you know, an opportunity that's not suited for you. That's right. But... There's so many different productions and so many things being done. Look at today. Yeah. It's incredible. There might be people that have in the past kind of, oh, I don't want to do a concert. Take every opportunity that you think you're going to enjoy because mm. that's it. You d- no one knows what's going to happen Absolutely. now. This is the last 12 months, a perfect example of <laughs> it, literally anything could happen. Oh my God. <laughs> Not again. I don't want it to happen again. <laughs> How did you find it having to adapt to online and then finishing but not having that closure of like an in-person kind of end of year. It was strange because you train all your life to perform for people in front of people and you're in your bedroom singing at your computer and it's just not the same. And you're acting with people on the screen and it's just not the same. Um, But... What can you do? Well, literally nothing. I think <laughs> you can put on a wonderful concert like today, when yeah. we're finally allowed to. But it's, it's, it is a very different skill set, performing to a camera and interacting digitally, mm-hmm. as it would get in that vibe off of an audience and, you know, that, that instant feedback. Yeah. How are you looking forward to your first in-person audition? Well, I, d- I mean, the last auditions I did was for drama school and they went terribly. Um, <laughs> oh, no. So I think I can put it off for a couple of months. Tell me about them. What happened? Well, 
I you, got, you I got look, in. You can look back now because it's happened and it's yeah. gone, so it's fine. So you got in. I got in, but only because everyone remembered me from the first time I auditioned. Okay. Because I brought the wrong monologue from the wrong era. <laughs> so that was a good start. <laughs> I had never done MT before in my life, so I decided to sing Music of the Night from Phantom. And everyone was right. singing these obscure songs, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to sing Music of the Night. It's fine. If that's what you know suits your voice, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. And then I got a second email after my recall email from the head of dance saying, yeah, you need to work on this and this and this and this and this and this. And I was like, okay. Hmm. Was I that bad? <laughs> Hey, I know a lot of people who started musical theatre at college Mm. when they got in. So the fact that you got in and the fact that you got feedback to say, if you do this, you will be very successful. That's fantastic. I mean, now I have a a wonderful relationship with the person who sent me that email. So I'm I'm over the moon. I've made him happy. And when you graduated, you went, right, now you can work on this, 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 this. (laughs) (laughs) So from graduating in a pandemic, what's your one piece of advice for the next set of graduates about to finish their training? I think don't get bogged down by anything just because you were sent home to work in your bedroom, like all first years and second years currently have been doesn't mean that you have to give up or not try as hard. I came along in my dance the most being at home because I wasn't worried about other people watching me. So I used that time to work on all the stuff I was most nervous about because no one was watching me. I'd never thought of it like that. Yeah. So your self-consciousness dissipated because it was just you and some posters on the wall. Just you, your teddies. And, and what about the dance? Was that okay as well? Was that... Yeah. Okay, there we go. <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> did you miss everyone then when you you had to go online and didn't have that kind of closure of, of finishing your course in person? Yeah, completely. I mean, it was just the most bizarre experience and kind of, you know, we were all, I think, running on fumes, I think, by by your third year where you're, I was at the end and I was sort of like pushing, pushing, pushing to the end and then it kind of was cut off so mm. quickly. Um, and then having to sort of have those relationships that you've been with these people, you know, love them or hate them for the past <laughs> two, two right. and a half Let's just years. pause there. Who's the loves? Who's the hates? Come on, let's... No, 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 no. I can't spill secrets. I can't do that. Oh, I'm not... Not on air. I'm not recording, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not like that at all. But is it... It, it felt... Must have felt really strange yeah. just to kind of dissolve into graduating and then not yeah. having anything to do, really. Yeah, it was very weird. There were a lot, the Friday night Zoom calls were what got me through most of the first <laughs> lockdown, I'd say, just getting drunk in my room by myself. I do that um, anyway. It's nothing to do with, <laughs> no, to do with the pandemic. It yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just a hobby. Yeah, but it was, yeah, it was very, very strange. And I, I wouldn't wish it upon anyone else. Uh, but it did teach me a lot, I have to say, you know, so what, being on the side now. What have you learned about yourself as a person and yourself as an artist over the last few months? Self as a person, therapy's amazing. It's if you don't go to therapy, you should go to therapy. It's a wonderful tool to keep yourself sane. So I stopped going to therapy in my third year. Terrible mistake. Started again. and it's, no, That's when you need it. Yeah. That's when you really <laughs> oh, need it. Yeah, I know. That's why I had to start again. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was, that was great. And I, you know, I just think it really is just the simple things. I've always been quite a go, go, go person. I have, don't really take time to smell the roses, if you will. Um, so it was just... I think I've just learned about gratitude and appreciation. And I had this amazing thing. I went to, you know, one of the most incredible drama schools in the world um, doing what I love. And I think I did get really wrapped up in, oh, but this is what everyone does. And then you kind of take a step back and you're like, no, this was incredible. And, 
you know, you reflect on a lot of different things and the relationships in your life. So, yeah, it's been a lot of reflecting, a lot of time with myself. Somebody that we had on the show a few weeks ago uh, said a really interesting thing, not even just as a, you know, performing industry, which is obviously why we're here today, but as people, this whole time has just given us or allowed us space. Yeah. Space from what we were connected to, whether you've ended up on furlough or like, you know, your industry's dead or whatever. It's allowed you space to just be with yourself. You know, it's, it's a really necessary thing to allow ourselves. And like you said, we're trained to go a million miles an hour because the yeah. next opportunity could be at any second and drop everything and go to that audition or tape that thing, which to an extent is obviously how it works. But because there isn't that at the moment, as graduates, I think it's been very helpful looking at it from the outside. Obviously, it's been a long time since I graduated. Um, looking at it from the outside and knowing the grads that, I, that we signed to our agency, it's been really useful to see them grow as people during the last year. So I, I, I'm impressed that you have acknowledged that, and I like that. That's a strong thing. And hopefully there's a lot more people that have heard you say that and go, do you know what? Yeah, I've done that as well. That's really good. Absolutely. I mean, we were kind of were all thrown in the same boat, I think, more of us are thinking the same thing than we realise, you know, going through the same revelations and experiences. So it's been, it's been crazy. It's been wild. But you're looking <laughs> forward to getting back into that audition oh, room. Oh, yes. Oh, get me in that audition room now. I can't wait. I mean, self-tapes are great and they've been fantastic. I've learned a lot about acting for camera, which you don't necessarily learn on a musical theatre course. But nothing beats an in-person audition. What's been your biggest self-tape disaster then? Come on, spill the beans. I've had. I mean, <laughs> I can just, see the cogs ticking and just remembering where do I all start? of it. <laughs> no, I, I actually don't know. I don't know if it was a self tape. My, the what springs to mind is my worst audition was before, just before oh. COVID. Fill me in. Oh, please. it's horrible. I can't even say who it's for. No, don't say who it's for. Involved. All anonymous. Don't worry. Oh, it was horrible. I really thought, I was like, I know, I know Breathe from in the Heights. I know it so well. I know I do a cut from it, but I know the song like the back of my hand. Uh, Wrong. Oh. I go into the audition room and they straight, my whole training, they were like, know the whole song like the back <sighs> of your hand. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. And then they were like, big dogs, big important people were like, hey, please sing the whole song. And they played the intro and I couldn't remember the first word. And I was no. like, oh no, oh no, oh, no, no, no. Um, but you know what? I did, there was a large point at the end of the song. If you know the song, it goes, um, uh, they're not worried about me. They're not counting on me. There were like just large pauses or I was just towards the end of the song where I just had to sort of be <laughs> stamping my foot in the moment. But inside I was like, this is horrible. Kill me, kill me, kill me, kill, kill me, me, kill me, kill me, kill me now. But I went home, thought it was the worst day of my life. I was like, I've absolutely messed it up. But with the training I had, I was like, just sell it. Just sell it. Even if, even if you have forgotten all these words, maybe See. it's not that big of a deal. And I did, even though I went and cried afterwards. But I got a recall. See, this is why we make the show. <laughs> this is why we make Don't Call Us, We'll Call You. Because even if you think it's not gone well, you don't know what's in the casting team's heads. And it just proves that your confidence and your ability to sell it, as you said. Yeah, you have to. I mean... It was kill me now, those, kill me now. Thank you. It was, kill, it was, and it's funny, and you'd kind of just go, thank thank gosh, like I'm not absolutely clueless, and I and I trained, because I wouldn't have, three, two, three years ago, I would have just crumbled. Just accidentally slowly moved the mouse <laughs> to hang up the Zoom call, <laughs> and they'll see their recording, go, oh God, oh God, oh God. <laughs> but yeah, it did teach me a lot. I was like, you know what? 
it's okay. Even if it feels like the end of the world, it's probably not. So, and I was like, I'll never do that again. You never do it again. <laughs> so learned the mistake <laughs> early. But yeah, it was, it was a learning curve for sure. It must be a very strange circumstance to build up so much training to then yeah. kind of it, just have, have it dissolve. Or it, no, not the training dissolve, obviously, because you know what you're doing. Mm. But as an industry, you just go... Uh, where, where where is it <laughs> yeah i know because it was such an like an, an intense course that we were on at the mount view because we literally yeah because we had to like cram everything into three terms so then we only managed to do yeah two terms there yeah like but basically yeah, cram it all yeah, in as just, much as you possibly yeah, can literally. yeah literally and then yeah so we sort of i felt as if we weren't really there too much of a long time to actually be too much affected by by leaving Mount View, but but we were so affected by leaving leaving the course so early because it yeah. was such like a yeah we we literally just had so much to learn within three within well, within one year and then we yeah just it had to be cut down the third term had to be cut down onto online mm. learning so what's been the most useful thing that you have had from any of your training that you've utilized in the kind of industry shutdown and having to kind of learn on the fly <laughs> with digital stuff, obviously oh. performing today with no audience as well. Yeah. What's been the thing that's really helped you since graduating Gosh. and finishing? I think just like trying to keep up with my mental health actually, mm-hmm. because they, yeah, they were very focused on like making sure that we were kept positive and, and um, as much in tune with our bodies as we could and just try and keep up with your craft. So I think that was like the main thing I took away is because just just trying to keep on practicing every day and then yeah, trying to be as positive as I could in in these difficult times that we've been in. But um And what's what's your favorite thing to do to keep your mental health in check? What's the thing that really helps you? Which obviously think, will be different for everybody. Oh but my for god, you. I think like just eating my favorite food. Oh, just, yeah. oh just, look like, at me. I've been watching. doing that for years. I know. I love it. Oh, my God. I just, I like, I'm obsessed. Yeah, I, I do loads of baking. So I've just been doing like <gasps> some white chocolate and cranberry cookies. And I absolutely <laughs> love it. Yeah. White, white chocolate and raspberry cookies are my favorite cookies to oh make. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're so, I, lo- I love making them. Why cranberries? Yeah, yeah. Why, why cranberries with white chocolate? Because I, oh, I haven't made that jump yet. Cranberry. And I'm so scared to in case I mess my recipe up. <laughs> Oh, well, because, I don't know, I thought, like... You can find dried cranberries so much easier can. than dried raspberries, and that's been my downfall, Yeah, I think. There's so, these little kind of pouches that you can get in Sainsbury's. They're not, they're not like freeze-dried raspberries, but they're like baked raspberries. They're like a health snack food, but mm. I use them for baking. But they're quite expensive. So I, <laughs> I think I need to move to cranberries. Fill me, tell me why yeah. cranberries. Pitch cranberries oh to me. Oh, my gosh, I just... I don't know. I love like the the texture of it, and it just feels like just it's quite chewy. It's isn't weird. It? Yeah, it feels like quite like a sort of a smooth like kind of. I don't know. I just I, I just love the taste. This just, might be my favorite moment on nice. "Don't Call Us, We'll Call You" ever because I've just <laughs> wanted to talk about cookies for the last year and a half. Yeah, I love <laughs> just cookies are my speciality. I love baking them so much. Oh, see, yeah, this that's is literally it. that's well, that what our baking show is coming soon. We'll do a baking. Yes. <laughs> So each of these conversations were recorded in a side room in a completely COVID-secure environment at Cadogan Hall after the performers had recorded their songs for the concerts. Uh, Like I said, details in the episode description below. Um, What struck me after talking to each of them 
is how resilient they were and how wonderfully passionate they still were about the industry that some of them have yet to step foot into. For lots of the performers, this was their very first opportunity to perform in, in the same room as somebody else in the best part of a year. So it was really, really inspiring to see them coming off stage, absolutely buzzing. As you can hear, we were all very, very giddy <laughs> this time. And it was really wonderful to see their passion and their dedication to their art and their craft still very, very much intact. If I'm honest, if it was me, I'm not sure I would have dealt with this in such a way. So on a personal note, it was really interesting to hear their side of the story. Next up, I spoke to Gabe Hampton-Saint, George Madison, Georgia Lennon and Harriet Waters. So what have you done to help yourself? And I'm not even talking about career now. I'm talking about Gabe. How have you helped I... yourself keep going? So I actually, so I, I really love dancing. And so I live by the seaside. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Margate, everybody, Margate. Oh, yes. Oh, the now good old talking. seaside. <laughs> but I, so kind of hilarious. I found like the perfect time that I could go down to the sea and there's like little alcoves on the promenade and I'd put in music and it does sound, honestly, it sounds like something that you'd see in like fame. But I, <laughs> I would like look out at the sea and do like, you know, just feel the music. And I've, <laughs> it actually sounds, it sounds ridiculous. But in my moment, I was like, I am in a music video and I am famous. <laughs> so that's uh, you on TikTok now. Have you got your Instagram TV going? Yeah, just got everything. Uh, new BBC drama on its way. <laughs> <laughs> the dance murders of Margate. <laughs> yeah. oh, 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 spoiler no. alert, Gabe. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no. So that's, has, has that helped your mental health as well? Has yeah. that helped yeah, your physical so. health and fitness as well? Yeah, because I mean, I think at the start, I, I tried to take up running. Oh, mate we've all tried that. it was it was a brisk walk at that to be honest mine's not even brisk no. i wouldn't worry about that it's just like mm, yeah i mean i stand outside and go yes probably enough now yeah yeah that's it <laughs> breath of fresh air and i'm in thank you look a walk around tesco is enough for me yeah. if i forget what i've gone in for i'm going around twice the whole one-way system anyway so oh worry. that honest that's the story of my life I'll, I'll go in i'll be like no i've done it wrong I've done it wrong. <laughs> I have to, I get, oh my God, this is, this is now a look into my bloody life. I have to go in with a list because if mm -hmm. I don't go in with a list, I will forget. But depending on the shop that I'm in, mm -hmm. I have to write the list in order of the aisle. So if I know That's I'm going to Aldi, I have to, because if smart. I don't, yeah, but if I get to the frozen section and I've forgotten corn on the cob again, <laughs> I have to go all the way back to the beginning. I can't do it again. Okay. <laughs> like not, also, I think, if you don't, and I don't have a list, so I, I, fall, I, I fall for this. Are you renegade? I, yeah. <laughs> I will just pick up everything and anything. I'll be like, oh, yes, a frozen tiramisu. That is something that I need in my life. I mean, actually, that sounds quite good. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Wait, has anyone got any tiramisu? Um, how are you looking forward to finally being in that physical audition room then? Is uh, it something that fills you with dread? Is it something that you're excited by I, finally to have that interaction? I think I, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to, like, have it. I think... You you play it up in your head, you know what I mean? Like, you're mm. like, this is something that is going to happen in my life. And I think it would be one of those things where you'd just be so nervous, but also it'll probably, you'll come out and just be like, well, that was probably the most exciting thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. It's going to be quite overwhelming for a lot of graduates having their quote-unquote yeah. first audition. Yeah. Obviously, lots of self-tapes, all that stuff has been happening, but yeah, in, yeah. It's, it's, it's different. And certainly on, on our regular episodes, we found so much that the first in-person audition after yeah. graduating can often cause quite a few problems <laughs> so hopefully with you guys it'll be and as a graduating class and the next year of graduates yeah. you're going to be excited about going in in a such a different way 
Because you've really waited for this now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bringing out all the stops. There's going to be a costume change halfway through. Oh, hey, now, come on, that's not... But if someone auditioned for me <laughs> and they, they like had a quick change outfit like Elsa in Frozen, I would just stand up and applaud. That's the plan. I'm going to have like multiple like wig reveals. Yeah. Just, oh. Oh, just imagine every, whipping my hair like every the, which way. Like that guy on Instagram who whips off his wigs and it's just glitter at the yeah, end. Literally. Yes. And I'm auditioning for something really inappropriate. It's like Phantom oh, yeah. of the Opera. And I'm uh, like, Gabe, Hi. we did ask for empty chairs at empty tables. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, did you not like this rendition? <laughs> it is that. I'm just in heels. Sorry. <laughs> Name is in heels. Now, now, now. Right. If anyone, you know, if anyone wants to produce this with us. <laughs> I'm doing a stop recording because we're giving away our secrets now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we were very fortunate at RAM. Um, we started in September in person Face masks, visors, social distance where possible. Ah, that two-month period where it was allowed. When, and it was fantastic. Honestly, the best two months, two and a half months of my life so far. And then <laughs> 29 out of 36 of us got COVID. And oh. Yeah. Uh, but like... Christopher moves back slightly. Yeah. Know, we've all been tested today. And so we haven't, uh, we haven't been in the room together since November. So it's only, only been since Christmas that we've been online and it's been tough, but we all took we all took the let's delay the start of the year, or the ret- sorry, the return of the year for an extension into the summer so that we can get more out of so it. So you've had your summer break now. Yeah, so n- right. no, no holidays. No, uh, no one's gone on holiday anyway, George. Don't worry about no. it. <laughs> Whether they, if they book in, they're stupid. It's yeah. not happening. No, it's exactly. not going to happen. Exactly. So obviously, if someone's listening to this in the future and it's different, please don't hold this against me, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no so we start on Monday again oh wow yeah so as this goes out you will have been back a week or so yes are you looking forward then after you train because you're in you're in a very different position to a lot of people that we've spoken to here at the, the grads at CAD a uh, couple of days because you're still very very much or pretty much at the beginning of your yes. course it's a little bit further away you graduating yeah so what lessons are you going to be taking on board from the other graduates that you maybe have got to know over the last year? I think staying as positive as you can, knowing that when the industry gets back on its feet, which it will inevitably will, people are going to be roaring to see shows again. Oh, yeah. And that little like fire that you have in the pit of your belly as a performer, and I mean just having it from... I'm on the biggest adrenaline rush from just singing a song twice. It's not a bad place to sing, is it? No, and to do it before you've even finished, like you see the clips of Rob Houchin and all these people who are out there, big names that you look up to, and, and to be able to say that you've, you've sung here already is It really something. seems to be becoming the home of the musical theatre concert here. Kodogan. Yeah, and I love that. Mm. It's, it's a, you know, it's... Obviously, you've got the West End stages, and yes, lots of yeah. that, but having a venue that is utilised by the you know the wonderful uh, crew today and, and and tomorrow as we record, but also looking back, you know, you Lucy Lucy Jones and David Hunter do the shows here, yep. and, and brilliant, brilliant and Broadway Ramin, names come over yeah. here, and this is the venue that they choose to do the concerts at. That must stick in your head as being a, a good yeah. kind of tick. I've Big, done it. Yeah. And one that I didn't... Didn't even need to graduate, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. One, one of those ones as well that, you, you, like you're saying, you don't realise how many clips on YouTube you've seen from here. And then you, you walk in the back door and, and you walk down the steps towards that the That was stage. you. We, I'm yeah. looking at the monitor now. I was watching you perform a minute ago. Yeah. Gesticulating. Cool, gesticulating all over the place. And, but no, I think, I think for me, just 
work. Yeah. Just want to get going. It's so healthy hearing that from the grads or the people training. Work is work. And I think that's such a good mindset to be in now. Because I I was saying earlier on, when I trained, there was a little bit maybe of, eh, I don't really know what the right word to use is. There was maybe a bit of elitism of, I don't want to do those kind of jobs. I've trained for the West End. But it doesn't work like that. No. It doesn't work Not like at that. All. It, you need to work. You need to earn your stripes. You need to do lots of different jobs. And I think having this year and a half, two years, whatever it's going to end up being of the industry not being as active as it normally yeah. would be, it's a really good moment to go, ah, it's reset itself. Yes. But it's done that in a really healthy, positive, yeah. necessary way. Yes. And I think there's going to have been a period of time where so many people will be writing new material. <gasps> I know. Yes. That. There, there's going to be so much more opportunity for the, the newer generation of performers and I think we give ourselves credit for, maybe. Mm. If that's a fair... I'm also talking with no experience of anything to do with this. I didn't start studying drama till September. So He's, a, um, he's actually on a plumbing course. He's not even yeah. on a musical theatre. Um, so, like, you, you asked, like, what keeps you going? And yeah. I think it's that everyone that wants to work in this industry, it, it's not it's not financially driven. It's not necessarily no nope. success <laughs> it's not even necessarily success driven it's driven by nothing else gives you a kick like yeah. being on a stage and so people are just longing for that and like you said work is work and i think a lot of people now are gonna want that yeah and when you get an opportunity such as this like i'm very grateful to amina and her team and the grad fest it's a phenomenal opportunity and a phenomenal thing to put out there for people like yeah. myself who are in training and wanting opportunities to be seen yeah and, and it's I, a yeah. all right first gig, isn't it? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. It's been really interesting over this last year or so to see the kind of content that has been built online and, and that has gone online. So to have something like this, where it is purely focused on you graduates who have either graduated or are about to graduate, is it an exciting thing to be part of, knowing that this has been specifically made to introduce you to the next generation of musical theatre fans? Yeah, it's super exciting. I mean, after so long of nothingness, really, to be stood on a stage... Oh, I don't know what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) to To be stood on a stage at a venue like this is just incredible. And I mean, the feeling that I've just had of just being out there and getting my my own spot for however many minutes it was is just... It reminds me of why I love what I do so much because mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my god, this is this is the feeling that I've been missing. Or, it's the start of it. Yeah, uh huh. For a lot of graduates who may have done a showcase online, or a class online, or just even interacted with other performers on a camera, you know, to an mm-hmm. iPhone or an iPad or whatever, this is this could be quite overwhelming. Yeah. Was it was it something that you felt you chilled out into? How did you feel that you're recording? Yeah, work? I definitely felt like I feel like I've been building up to this moment all day. So the first thing that I was worried about was my talking COVID. to me. Thanks, George. Thanks. <laughs> um, and the first thing I was building up to was my COVID test because everyone <laughs> who's had a COVID test has actually been like, they're not the greatest thing in no, the world. It's not. It's not the nicest. No, it's thing, not is the it? nicest experience. So I've been dreading that all the way here. And is that I, your first one? Yeah, that was my first one. <gasps> first one. I've managed to get away with them until now for auditions and stuff. All I've had to do is like temperature checks. So that was like my first one. And I was like, oh my goodness. And then that, that was all done. And I was like, okay, it was awful, but it could have been worse. And then I was sat there in the dressing room, got ready and stuff like that. And it was just so nice to be in a dressing room again 
sat getting ready for a show or something and just that that experience and that energy all over again was just amazing and then obviously stepping out onto stage was just that's a good it's just point. that moment of just being back there and being like yeah I I do truly feel like this is where I belong and to have my moment again I was just like oh this is the best feeling in the world that's a really good point and that's something I'd not even thought of being missed doing online versus in-person productions is the dressing room yeah is the bands is the fun yeah. is the I love jokes being the in the dressing room I always remember um when I did Panto last year and the year before um, the amount of dressing room fun that me yeah. and... Um, Chaos. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> like, it's something that just obviously totally disappears when you're sat in your house. So <laughs> Just talking to teddies, talking to posters, <laughs> putting yourself on FaceTime on another device yeah. just to feel like you belong. <laughs> What's the thing that you're really looking forward to most about getting back into an audition room then? Just being able to sort of... Uh, be introduced to new people I guess especially being a graduate that's the most important thing isn't it just being introduced to new teams and different people who even if you're not suitable for the project that they're casting like you're always in their mind for something else exactly that's a really Um, interesting thing to hear because it's so true and I think the more people that really understand that Mm -hmm. we had uh, Jennifer Tepper on producer of Be More Chill a few episodes ago and it came directly from her mouth Mm -hmm. as well so you know that it's not BS it's Mm -hmm. absolutely true Obviously, you go to a, a, a for a, for a project that you think you're right for, mm-hmm. but if you're not right for it, it literally isn't the end of the world, yeah, uh-huh. and it could be only the beginning of mm-hmm. your career with that production company, that team, mm-hmm. that cast. You don't know what they're doing next. Yeah, you don't know exactly. what they're doing in four years' mm-hmm. time, and yeah. they will remember you if they know you're right for something. Yeah, and I, I always just get such a but like everyone says, oh, it's the most nerve wracking thing, and I do. I get absolute butterflies from being in an audition room, but. I also just get such a buzz from it. Yeah. And it, it's just like the whole process is just so amazing. And I was lucky enough to be involved in a huge process for a show um, recently, which was all done during COVID and stuff. So it was yeah. all like COVID secure and everything like that. And I was I ended up being in finals for this project. Um, and the whole experience, just the rush of it and the adrenaline and the round after round after round and then ending up on stage for this show and it was just incredible and I just want to be able to get back to that get on a roll with things and just get back into the swing of auditioning in real life instead of spending a whole day mastering a self-tape yeah, and it is a whole day it's always oh a goodness, whole day it's always a whole day no matter how much you think I absolutely know what I'm doing here and I know inside out I've got the material down you can still spend a whole day doing it it's crazy What's- What's been the worst thing to happen on a self-tape where you've gone, oh my God, I've got to do it all again? Oh God, I'm trying to think. So when I was back at home, um, where I self-taped was above, so it was upstairs in my music room, but it was above the like the washer and the dryer. Oh, and <laughs> oh no. The, um, the, yeah, it would just start going. <laughs> and then here, where I live now in London, um, there's uh, been a new addition to the household, which is a puppy. <gasps> and he has a superpower of being able to get into any room, regardless of whether the door's open or closed. So I'm in the middle of a tape, <laughs> and he just pushes the door open and runs in. But there's nothing I can do about it, because I'm like in the middle of something. So I'm trying desperately not to hey. even be bothered by it. All I'm saying is, <laughs> is if someone ever sends me a self-tape with a puppy, I randomly <laughs> a bit, Cora, Rover, not you again. <laughs> 
you're getting the job because I'm getting access to a puppy. So that's a good right. That's a good graduate tip there. That's that's don't call us. We'll call you tip of the week. Buy a puppy. No, yeah. don't buy one. Rehome one. But puppy, puppy o'clock. Yeah. What have you been doing personally to make sure you keep either up to date career wise, keep up to date with your skill set? How have you been keeping going? So I uh, I bought a keyboard, uh, which was an investment but I was like because I used to play piano um, and then haven't done it in ages so I was like you know what I'm going to relearn to do that and then I can like accompany myself and I can sing etc um and I'm lucky that I live with two other like actors who've just graduated from Mountview as well so we all kind of like get together and sing and do that sort of stuff um there's been a lot of like online things as well like doing like the new thing where you record a song and then record the audio and then put it together, you know, those types of things. So doing that with like friends and stuff. Um, it's a good skill to learn though, if, especially definitely. if you weren't prepared, well, not, not prepared, but you weren't imagining that you'd have to learn it. That That's yeah. quite good use of your time though. So that's yeah. really good to see. And like self-tapes as well. I mean, everyone now seems to be like a master of self-tapes because all we're doing is oh, like not everyone's, self-taping Not everyone's a master time. of it, Harriet. I wouldn't worry about it. It's just me. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I think just trying to like practice being on camera and recording things and applying for things like this as well, like any opportunities that come up. Um, what a fantastic opportunity that the Grad Fest and Amina have actually put together. Amazing. Because you're right, there's been a lot of online things, but this is one of the, you know, it's one of the biggest in-person actually get to yeah. go to a venue and film it things. Yeah, and 40 grads as well. Like that's such a great, and grads from obviously 2020 and 2021, which yeah. is really nice um because obviously everyone's been I'm here like oh poor me 2020 grad but like everyone has been ridiculously affected by it so mm. it's nice that 40 people have had the opportunity to come and do this like yeah. is amazing I was really interested to hear from all the different graduates about how they each individually coped with keeping connected to their skill set that they've been training so hard to perfect. So I spoke to India Chadwick, Jay Worley, Jennifer Adab, Joe Stevenson, but first Henry Shine about what they were doing to keep going in the pandemic and also what songs they were singing during the show. In this concert, I'll be singing It All Fades Away from the Bridges of Madison County. And I'll be uh, having a little tinkle on the guitar myself. Yeah. And accompanying yourself. You, you mean that? Yes. Yeah, not, yeah, not something completely... No, no, no. 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 <laughs> okay. Career ruined already. Oh, no. God. Before it's even started. <laughs> Why did you choose this song today? Then? Um, it, it was actually the, my, audition, my drama school audition song that I did oh, for... So you've kept it all I've that time. I've kept it all that time. And I couldn't really sing it at the time. <laughs> Like, I could sing, I could sing the verses, the choruses, but then when he gets into that middle bit, the the R section, and he goes up to the top A, that was just that wasn't happening for me at eighteen, whatever it was. Um, but I thought I'll keep it on the back burner while I'm training, and then it it's it sort of come out to good use over the last few months. Really, you settled into it. I've settled into it. Yeah, you've matured into exactly, the song. and I can hide behind my guitar as well. I'm not stood there awkwardly thinking of what what what, what to do. I'm just <laughs> strumming away. Have you? kept up musically then have you start have you used the time to learn more musical theater actor muso songs um, how have you kind of kept your musicianship going during the pandemic i mean yeah i've i've just been just been playing just 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 been playing as much as i can just like looking up i don't know guitar riffs like famous rock guitarists for example just started doing that on youtube and just learning as much as i can and learning as many like different styles and different chord progressions and everything and just sort of broadening my my knowledge i suppose that's a good use of time. Yeah. And I think it's been, I, we must stress this. If that isn't something that you've done 
listeners and you have felt that all you could do is just survive that's so important as well sure. so whenever i ask people like how they've been and what they've been up to if they say nothing i'm almost more proud of them yeah, that yeah, way because yeah. <laughs> it's okay to do not much 100%. so have you made sure you keep time for your mental health as well for sure yeah i think it's i think it it's been difficult that the hardest thing for me when we graduated into the pandemic was i'm not able to do the one thing that i've worked so hard for so long to do and it's not because i'm not good enough or i'm not you know the right the right right for the part but it, it is just because we are physically unable to do it at the moment yeah it's out of our control i think that's, that's a, a lesson that a lot of us at all stages whether you're a graduate whether you're an agent like you know whatever yeah we aren't in control of it for the first time ever and we like control we do yeah we like having control even <laughs> if it's like you said even if it's not that you're just not right for it we can't even not be right for it anymore well exactly there's, there's nothing going on <laughs> but that's you know that's why things like this today with the grad fest and amina have, have put together such an incredible concert that as we've said time and time again in this episode this is the first time that we've all been in the same room as each other yeah. this is the first podcast that i've recorded in person really? and this will be our like near 40th episode wow like <laughs> crazy all right i did one with my wife but that's because i li- <laughs> that's because i live with her that doesn't count yeah. but you have to include her this is what i like she likes to be included. <laughs> it's a very good episode right it's very good <laughs> i have to say that <laughs> no it's it's really strange for me today to use my equipment in person oh, and, and actually go oh i can i can actually look in the eyes of the person yeah, i'm recording yeah, yeah. with how do you feel then and almost in between the last two things we just said how do you feel performing in a beautiful venue such oh. as this but without an audience it's like halfway there isn't it's it? halfway there but it's not it it's it's amazing like any chance to perform live for any sort of prospective audience whether it be in person online it's just I'm so grateful for it because because we've been deprived of it and like obviously there's a reason we all choose to perform and there's I I feel like that feeling you get when you perform live you can't recreate that anywhere else Um, so even though there's no audience it's still special and Mm. worth every every second I just sang Spring from Poems and Moon Songs and the reason I chose it is because I think it's just like me as a song. It's like the unicorn of musical theatre songs. <laughs> it is crazy. It's like a horny Disney princess. And it's just like super fun to sing. So if anyone was in any wonder of who you are, <laughs> horny Disney princess. Okay. <laughs> oh, don't shout too loudly. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. I just, I just pressed record. Yeah, so true. <laughs> what are you looking forward to? Obviously, you've had a few things that you've been able to mm. do. Is there something that you would have hoped to have been able to do by now that now you're excited to do whenever it happens yeah I mean I guess I'm really excited just to get in the room for auditions which I'm sure is what a lot of graduates are telling you because it's a theme yeah I'm sure it's a theme and listen I've I've been in the room I think for two auditions which were both provided by my drama school so I've never actually been out and my gorgeous agent is working so hard all year and then there's obviously nothing I can really go and do so I'm really looking forward to those like audition jitters and just being in the space kind of thing because the last time I did that was last January which is obviously how are you normally with auditions then when when even if it was for drama school or something how did you ever approach them was it something you spent, obviously you, everyone spends a lot of time, but it mentally, was it something you thought over and over again or did you just kind of turn up and turn up in the room as it were? Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish I was that girl. She looks a little bit annoyed that I've said that. As well. 
<laughs> Do I look like that? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm I'm a I'm a meticulous planner and I plan every single thing that I do, but I'm also a huge believer in the fact that what happens in the room happens in the room. Yeah, yeah. And you there's nothing that you can do to plan for, you know, any eventuality that might be sprung upon you. You heard our so, show, a lot of things happen. So. Well, there you go, and you never know, and that's where the joy comes from stories like that because you don't know what's going to happen until you get in. No, it's hopefully Knowing that you've got the support of an entire two, let's face it, two graduating years who are going to be in the same situation. Yeah. Casting teams and directors and producers are going to be so welcoming to the fact that this is going to be your first opportunity whenever that is. And having wonderful things like Amina and Liam putting on and the Gradfest putting on, it's, it's going to help so much because you've almost, yeah. you've nailed that first job without having to do an audition process. Yeah. So you know what the end goal is, and obviously the end goal's been in shows and stuff, but that's just another kind of step on the ladder, as it normally would, but you know what it's going to be like when you do it now. So hopefully it'll let it, it'll negate any overpressure that you put on yourself. We've I hope a, it will. We've had a taste now. You we, have. We want more. <laughs> Everybody always yeah. wants more. Also, thinking about auditions in the future, are there any types of auditions that you're looking forward to doing, whether it's big dance calls whether it's a kind of larger scale cruise audition where maybe you've got you know numbers on or are you looking forward to that really intimate one-on-one i get to sing for that person in that room for that job what are you looking forward to yeah i've said i said this to my agent when i met her and i i'm saying it again now i said it five years ago ten years ago and i want to sing on stage at the phantom of the opera it's my absolute dream (laughs) i am that like it's so predictable when you look at me but it's it's who i am and it's always been the dream she's wearing a mask i'm wearing a mask half half a mask not even the mouth and the nose mask tuxedo yeah no she came in on a chandelier (laughs) (laughs) i wish (laughs) i wish so Tell me about a time, Jay, when an audition sticks in your mind. Uh, so, <laughs> I have an audition. Um, I had an audition, but it was my first audition that I did for drama school. And the first drama school I went to was the Royal Welsh College of Music and Drama. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, you can. Okay, I'm allowed to say that. And um, it was the recall audition that I did. And there was a, and I know them all by first name basis now, but it was a stellar panel of people there. And I was doing... Uh, uh, to, uh, not to be or not to be, what is it? Um, but soft, what light through yonder window breaks, it is the East and Juliet is the sun from Romeo and Juliet. And uh, so one of, the, one of the panel members asked me to, it was good, um, can you do it a bit differently? And I was like, yes, no problem. Um, how differently are we talking? Um, and he was like, just, just, just play with it, just, just experiment Wrap with it. it, just do something. Just do, yeah, basically, <laughs> I was thinking, right, but the first thing that came came to my head was that I'd, I'd stationed a chair because I was using it as like Uh-oh. a... Yeah, Uh-oh. it was... The, the t- <laughs> um, so I was using... I, I think I went through five different motions of how I was using this chair. One of them, <laughs> I think I threw it at a wall. The other one was... <laughs> I know. The other one Look, was... right, was, I know we're both from South Wales, but you're not doing our stereotype of vandalism much more. <laughs> hey, hang no, it wasn't fantastic. It was creativity. That's what it was. <laughs> it was creative um, performance. I think I started dancing with it at one point, thinking that it was Juliet. <laughs> um, honestly, and the one I think the one the one part of it that I think that the panelists got really really worried about was that they didn't know in which direction the chair was going to go. So me throwing it at the wall, <laughs> it could have gone at the panelists. And I think 
I think I remember that teacher coming up to me afterwards and saying, I've never asked an actor to do that ever again. (laughs) (laughs) They learned their lesson. Yeah, they do. I had a guy stand on our table once. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, Well, as in, as in, in the sense of delivering a monologue. He was being a pirate and he stood on our table, which had our laptops. Pirates stand on tables and they break. No, they don't. That's terrible. There's a lot of things pirates do that I'm glad he didn't do in an audition. How does it feel then doing a master's graduating into a pandemic like this and rearing at the bit to go and not being able to so? Do you know, it's a really interesting question because because I had such a big career change. Um, I don't really know any different. So... Oh, okay, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. What was your knowledge before musicals then? I'm not going to ask you to guess because that would be cruel. <laughs> what was it? Guess. Uh, I don't know. Were you a nurse? No. I don't know. I was a lawyer. A lawyer? <laughs> I still am. I'm still technically... Wow, that's a great... The, got a wow, you say that. Um, I... Yes, I, it wasn't my natural calling and it wasn't something that I always wanted to do. I did it um, for a little bit because I thought it would be helpful financially. It has been. <laughs> <laughs> so Legally Blonde is your ideal show. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that show, but I'm not blonde, sadly. Ah, it's wigs. And I look terrible in a blonde wig. I've tried it. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything industry-wise, that you're really excited about having the opportunity to experience then? Obviously, our show is about auditions. Are you looking forward to being able to be in that room for the first time? So do you know what? It's actually, it's been a really interesting experience graduating in September 2020 and into an industry that has been absolutely decimated. But there have been little, little grains of hope. So I got an agent and my agent is absolutely wonderful. And the agency throw all sorts of auditions at me and through, um, although musical theatre and theatre obviously has been completely shut down, there's been a whole load of TV stuff going on because of everyone is at home. What are you going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to binge watch a Netflix series. Of course I am. <laughs> so there's actually quite a lot of work in that area. And so for me, it, you know, I, I can recognise that it's difficult and it's a horrible situation for so many people, but I've, I've personally feel extremely lucky that I'm not just tied to my desk all the time um, and at the weekend and I'm actually getting to kind of live my self-taping dream and I've also I've, I got two roles I've got two tv roles in since graduating which has been great that's okay. good that's pretty good going it, it's it, it's luck my surname begins with an a so often I get seen first. <laughs> um, uh, what advice would you give to people graduating this year that maybe are going to be in a similar situation not as a lawyer, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not been helpful. Um, I would say keep the faith. You'll be absolutely fine. And actually, you will see opportunities. And opportunities will come your way that you never even thought would be possible. The industry is opening up, if slowly. And also, musical theatre people are getting seen for TV roles. Yeah. So just, just keep working. Keep doing your skills. Keep doing I know it might seem like some days... You know, it's the it's the 11th month that you've woken up in the morning and you've had to set your own routine. But actually, all of the stuff that you are doing is good and working towards it's your career. It's valid as well, isn't it? It's what, sorry? Valid. Yeah. If you want to have a day where you just want to lie in your bed and watch some box sets, fine. I've 33 years of that. I wouldn't worry. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing to keep yourself motivated during this time that's down obviously still training so again another graduate that is about to go into it but I think it's very clear that it's going to be the same situation (laughs) oh yeah um how have you prepared then 
for graduating in a pandemic? Are you imagining that a showcase will still be online? Are you hopefully that it's going to happen in person? I mean, well, our showcase actually got released uh, three days, four days ago. Um, and it was all self-taped, all online, um, which I, funnily enough, quite enjoyed. Um, I guess the, the nice thing about being a student in the pandemic has, um, you get taught how to self-tape. So That's a very good point. It's very useful going into an industry where probably most first rounds may be self-taped from now often. Um, yeah, I was talking about this with a guest a couple of weeks ago on the show. I, I left LSMT in 2007, uh, I think, and I never heard the word self-tape <laughs> because it just wasn't a thing. It's nothing against LSMT. It wasn't a thing. No. Uh, and I wish it had been because it would have opened up opportunities that I wasn't able to have because I simply physically couldn't get there because I was on tour or I was in a different country performing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I can't fly back if I'm out there doing a show, but I can pop on my phone and record something and send it to you if that's the material. Yeah, easy done. And especially it's allowed us time to invest in how to do that really well um, yes. and get proper feedback on it from acting tutors and from people within the industry um, who say this is probably the best way to do it. It has been really useful um, during that time. And also it means we've had a proper kind of introduction to screen acting, um, which we kind of had to have during second year at the end when everything uh, went to rubbish. Um, <laughs> went to rubbish. That's yeah, a great phrase. We've gone, we've gone to rubbish. Keep <laughs> um, it PG on here. What would you... Well, some episodes aren't, but this one, is, <laughs> this one definitely is. What are you hopeful that's going to change because of the pandemic in the world of theatre then? Goodness. You've mentioned the first round has been self-tapes, and that's something yes. that a few guests have said, and personally I've said a few times. Hopefully, the first rounds, economically, and let's face it, environmentally as well, 100%. it's a much better thing to have a first round on a self-tape, especially if it's just a verse and a chorus. Yes. But other than that, is there anything that you're hopeful that will have changed going forward by necessity because of all this washing hands a bit more i think probably i mean that'd be good yeah um <laughs> not I, sharing mics <laughs> gigs think, that's a different <laughs> one. Oh, there's some things we did before which i just find hilarious that we will never do again why the hell did we blow out candles that blow all over the birthday cake and then everyone eats the birthday cake yeah it's that, great isn't it no, no. absolutely disgusting <laughs> i think out of it might not necessarily be out of necessity but i think there's there's definitely a, a certain feeling of like being grateful for when it will be done, and a certain um, accommodation for things, I guess, and an understanding that that people, especially coming out of university, might not be particularly the finished product at the end of it. And the GradFest has done really well at promoting new grads and a new awareness for grads. But um, having been online for so long, we found that live performances have got on a lot, maybe a bit more difficult for some people. That's a really interesting point that I don't think we've brought to the forefront enough, is that... Yeah, actually, you train for it, but you're not going to have any experience of it. And we're also not going to have an experience of a normal process without social distancing, with stage, with lights, with yeah. with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get to the end of the year, and and hopefully, luckily, Malvi's done a really good job of getting some shows out there, and, and we did one before November. But to the end of the year, it's probably going to be completely socially distanced with all the rules and. Obviously, it keeps everyone safe and it's great, but we'll never have an experience of a normal show until we, fingers crossed, 80 ring lights light up the audience. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) We've got that and a backdrop. Quite clearly for a lot of the graduates that are performing here in these concerts, anticipation of back to normality is high. 
they may be really excited to have these incredible opportunities of filmed concerts and streamed things that the Gradfest have organised for them. But having that in-person feeling of an audience feedback is such an important thing. So I was really, really happy to hear that they're still very much looking forward to it. And they haven't settled into a screen-only relationship with their voices. <laughs> we round out this first of the bonus episodes by talking to Jolie Colleen Ems, Karen Wilkinson, Kingsley Morton, Millie Cranston, Megan Kerris holland and finishing with Nadia Roos. Are you excited for people to see you perform in... Well, I know they're not in person here, but are you excited for them to finally see you perform in an actual venue, not on a screen? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit more exciting than uh, (laughs) regular Zoom performances. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Instagram Live. (laughs) But it's not real, is it? No, I actually had to brush my hair for this one. I had to put on trousers, Julie. I wouldn't worry about that. (laughs) Or have I, listeners? Uh, (laughs) Did you choose this song because you couldn't wait to sing it in a venue or tell us about why you chose what you did I chose this song because it is (laughs) I just love it and actually to be fair I've never actually performed it in anything other than at school so it was nice to like test it out in an auditorium. In a beautiful room. Yeah, it's absolutely um, stunning. Before we started recording, you told me that you love it here. Tell me why, what was the last person you saw here and who were you meant to see? And now instead of seeing them, you're singing on the stage. Instead. Well, last time I was here, I was actually watching Kelly O'Hara, who was absolutely stunning. <laughs> and I was supposed to see Stephanie J. Block, one of my favourite people ever in August, but Obviously, that's postponed until I don't know when. Well, who knows what's going to happen when it's going to happen. <laughs> does it feel strange then now graduating that this is the first place that you've sung out of college? How does that make you feel then knowing that this is this is your professional debut in this context? It, I mean, it's amazing because I didn't know it was going to happen. I kind of was just floating along and hoping something would come up and to do it here is incredible because it's just so There's beautiful. worse ways to start. Yeah. I mean, I could be in a cabaret called Black in Blackpool, so... <laughs> Honestly, give me that right now, okay? <laughs> I, would, I would happily outnumber my audience. Well, I do outnumber my audience at the moment. <laughs> it's, I tell you what, it's one thing that I've kind of, from today, have seen such a plethora of musical choices. Yeah. I wasn't sure what you'd all be singing, and I wasn't sure whether we were just going to get a choice of all contemporary musical theatre, but it's such a lovely spread of material today. Absolutely. Is that... Some extremely talented graduates and soon-to-be graduates. And I'm sat in a dressing room off the side <laughs> chatting to all of you. But it's just nice. Do you feel part of a kind of club of graduates having had to deal with everything? I do, you know. I think that's quite a nice way of putting it, to be honest. Um, I think being a 2020 grad or thereabouts um has been quite the experience for a lot of different people but I think like with things such as the grad fest it's been really nice to be able to see people do cabarets do classes do all sorts of stuff over this really strange period of time a lot of things have been happening and I've managed to see and meet a good number of people online I've yet to meet them in person that's gonna yeah, be quite that's strange the thing, yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you- we accidentally leave a filter on like that lawyer in America. <laughs> Why are you a cat? <laughs> it's really interesting to know that 
there's so many of you that are in the same boat for whatever reason, obviously, you know, mm. there's a lot of, there's a, you know, there's a lot of people in all aspects of education, not just theater and performance that have graduated to kind of a, what do we do a, now? a wet Status. blanket of an industry. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's nice to know that you've said that there is a bit of a community as graduates across the board. Have you, have you all supported everyone online? Is it something like the Gradfest that's been able to facilitate that and then through concert opportunities and things like that? Absolutely. And I think like an online platform has been a really great thing for graduates seeing us, to be honest, we've got nothing else. <laughs> None of us have character. <laughs> <laughs> It's, so it's yeah, it's been really nice to release uh, content myself, but also to listen and to see everybody else's content. Like for some people, potentially, I might not have even uh, say met or even heard of it until years to come. It's been nice to have everybody all in one spot, all in one place, to just sit down in our social bubbles in our houses, grab a bit of popcorn, and just listen to a big cabaret on <laughs> the grad fest. It's it sounds, wonderful. It is, sounds wonderful. It sounds like the best summer holiday that's annoyingly <laughs> gone on now for an entire calendar year <laughs> i mean i'd love it to have just been a summer holiday oh, but yeah. you know disease aside it was <laughs> <laughs> lots of things how have you found it then since leaving such a place as art said has as oh. it has the support being kept going are you know do you know that you can lean on other graduates from other years to help with some advice and stuff has it been a nice community around there Oh, massively. I have so many friends in, like, you know, I've graduated from in the years above me. Um, so, like, if I ever needed to, like, talk to anyone about anything industry-related, I know they're always there. And um, as Art said, also, they've, they've kept our emails open because because we don't know when we're actually going to be able to graduate. It's <laughs> a very good point, yeah. <laughs> and the, e- the ceremony's had, like, five different dates now. <laughs> Even though, technically, you're not training anymore, that button hasn't been played yet. <laughs> we still not. I'm, I'm, I technically have graduated and everything, except for the fact that I haven't got a diploma or a ceremony yet. <laughs> uh, we'll just have a but, big group Nando's at the end oh. of it. And, oh, Don't, we didn't get to have any of our like traditional end of year get-togethers, obviously. So like, we're all just like, when the ceremony happens, we're just gonna all go down the pub and scare the living daylights out of all the bar workers behind there showing up in a massive group of like however many of us there oh, are the, pu- the pub in it do you remember the pub <laughs> do you remember that place oh, the pub. i like the pub mm. see i it was so funny when <laughs> when pubs were able to open last year my son was just about a year old mm. right so he's still very much pram based but now he's a little monster Oh. So by the time oh. pubs are allowed to open again, as we record this, potentially sometime in June, mm-hmm. um, that's going to be a whole different thing this summer. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be the pub that I it's, miss. It's, it's um, I work in a spoons, <gasps> so I get all of the kids pub. that run around. That's, that's like <laughs> the pub. <laughs> that is literally two for one, two for, two for one cocktails, guys. <laughs> I mean, I dread to think how many people are going to take advantage of a two for one cocktail oh, the next time the pub's open. <laughs> I'm just like praying that I don't have to go back to work. I don't work on the June 21st. <laughs> oh, God. How have you kept yourself going then? If you normally work in a pub mm-hmm. and the theatre industry that you've trained for isn't oh. active, how have you managed to keep yourself going, oh. whether it's mentally motivated or even just mentally coping? Uh, mentally, it's definitely been a struggle. I live with my mum, thank goodness, and she's a massive help. And I know and my sister's currently a nurse, so she's 
Oh, big well, up, you're big fine then. <laughs> big up the nurses. Um, she, well, she's third year nurse, so she was one of the second years last year that volunteered to become... To jump up very quickly. Yeah, to go, okay, I'll go and work in a hospital even though I haven't finished actually training yet. So I'm <laughs> um, very proud of her. And uh, she, But I know she's always like a FaceTime away. Like literally, I think I FaceTimed her after having a mental breakdown at 4.30 in the morning and she was like... And I didn't want to call her, but she was like, do you want to FaceTime? And I was like, yes, yes. please. <laughs> but yeah, no. So just massively family are a big help. I started learning to play guitar. Haven't done that in a while because I ran out. <laughs> Started, <laughs> I, stopped. Stopped. I ran out of lessons. <laughs> I ran out of lessons on the app that I was using. So I had to stop. So family has been a really big help. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, also, recently, I've just started doing way more home workouts. What's the audition situation that you're most excited to land yourself in when all this is over? Um, I, 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 lo- I know that there's so many people that love self-tapes, but I just, I get so stressed about them. <laughs> I get, like, I, I love being in the room and, like, meeting people and actually singing live. And this is, so this has been amazing today. I'm like, huh. But, um. Yeah, it's not an audience. There's still people in the room. Yeah. And it, I'm good. like, it's amazing to sing at the Cadogan Hall, even though it's empty. But there we go. <laughs> but, um, uh, just being in the room, to be honest, will just be the best bit because self-tapes for me have been. Like, it's mainly because I have such a small flat and there isn't a plain wall. <laughs> un- un- unless I stand on my mum's bed, there is no plain wall anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> just just put an Instagram filter on the wall or something, it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. And I, um, I've just been having, like, uh, I got one through that was recently that was, like, um, a dance. And I was like, where, do you, where, do I, where am where? I going to do this? Yes. <laughs> and I did it in my living room and, like, I have this burgundy curtain when it's close up it looks like I've got like some show curtain going oh. on it looks so glamorous and then I zoom out so I did a song for them and then I zoomed out and was like I apologize this is m- <laughs> what the room actually looks like <laughs> yeah. oh she's she's actually got her own Prasini march <laughs> <laughs> and then zoom out and it's just like oh, it's never a bin. mind it's a bin <laughs> how did you find singing on the stage uh, here it's a beautiful venue it's so beautiful it was so overwhelming because it's been so long like since we've been able to do something like this in like we've been able to do things like outside but yeah. like actually doing things um like in an actual theater in like an actual building yeah. no audience but we're no getting there. audience we're getting there one step closer to heaven <laughs> baby is what i keep telling people um, are we friends already? Because this, like, you're referencing song lyrics that I'm like, I, that was where my head went. I am so glad that you just, just, we are friends now. We are BFFs now. BFFs forever. Um, yeah, I, it was just amazing. It was such a good experience. And I'm so thankful that I was able to experience this with friends that I've met this year as well. That's a very good point, isn't it? I was just asking someone else that as a kind of year of theatre graduates, do you think you've already formed this through not just through the grad fest and like concerts like this and amazing online projects but do you think you've formed some kind of community oh my goodness yeah I have met some of my like closest friends and I mean closest and I know it's only been a year but like people that I know I've got a bond with and that I'm going to be going to auditions with it, it actually calms you down because you're like actually I'm going to be auditioning with these people yeah. like it, it just soothes you so much yeah definitely I'm just so thankful for it it's so strange. So obviously, you know, a lot of graduates won't know. But when you go yeah. to auditions, you know, you know the people that you know. You say mm. loads of people you know. 
But there's always going to be people that are like looking you up and down going, I don't know her. Why is she being friendly with those people? Or why, is, <laughs> why is he talking to him? But it does feel that if there's going to be more than about five graduates in the, in the room, it's just going to be such a cathartic release of, oh my God, this is actually happening. Yeah. These are real people. And I know these people as well. Like, and like, obviously there'll be people you won't know, but because of things like this, we've been able to meet people that are in the exact same situation as yeah. us. Because you can feel like you're on your own. You can feel like oh, I'm the only grad that's graduated in the past year. But it's not true. Like they're everywhere. They're all over the country, all over the world. And it's just opportunities like this where you realise that. So obviously not a lot of auditions have happened for graduates. No. Have you had many opportunities to be seen for things be it online or even the occasional well we could for that three-week period that we were allowed go into an audition room yes I I'm lucky because I'm one of those people that I'm like I'm if I want something I go get it so like I will just put myself forward for everything so I've had the amazing opportunity of just doing online concerts doing like online plays and meeting casting directors meeting directors and actually through workshops online I got my first job. So Well there we go. See? Yeah. So it just shows like no matter what, the workshops, you don't know who is casting. You don't know who is looking to have someone like you in their show. So That's so nice to hear graduates saying it already. Yes. Because we true. always like doing this show, obviously we talk to lots of different people in lots of different stages of their career. Sure. But that's the one thing that we repeat over and over again. And I swear to God I wish I'd had that repeated to me when I was a graduate. Because yeah. It's true. It's nothing more than true. And you don't know, people that are working on the show today, Yeah, you don't know what they're doing next. No. They might not do a project that you're right for for five years, but in five years' time, if they know you're not involved in anything and they give you a call, then, then there we go. Exactly. And, and there's one thing that stuck with me. It's just being kind for the sake, like, just be kind because you're kind. Like, don't be kind because you're like, oh, I want to get a job. Like, be kind and just meet these people and get to actually know these people because... They're people you want to work with. Like, you're going to spend some time with these people more than your family. Yeah. So it's like, just be nice for the sake of being nice. Don't just be nice for... Just be real. I think it's not even be nice. It's just be real. Yeah. If I always say to clients of mine in my agent career... Yeah. I need to know you as a person before I know you as a client. Because I can't represent you as a client unless I know you as a person. Because I need to know what you're actually like. Yeah. I need to be able to say the people that I'm sending into these audition situations and the rooms and the productions that you're going to be all right to work with, you're going to be fun, you're going to be bubbly. If they say, say for instance, a TV role needs somebody that's actually got a certain personality trait, I'm not going to put people up with faking it because it's going to come across as fake already, isn't it? Yo, you can sniff the fakes out by a mile. I can do that now and I'm in 2020. Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) What is it about you? What are you doing? Yeah, I know. No, yeah. So how have you been over the last year and tell me how it's been graduating? Do you feel like you're still waiting for that thing, to, you know, the industry to turn the corner? Obviously, you've been lucky enough to do a few filming uh, yeah. gigs and things like that. How are you approaching the rest of lockdown and theatre industry land? Um, I've been trying to do as many workshops as possible um, whilst just trying to keep singing all the time. Um keeping up my rep adding new things to it trying to do as many performance opportunities as possible and obviously the grad fest have been so helpful with stuff like that um yeah so just trying to do as many things as I can apply for everything that I can and then kind of it's been really helpful and nice and meeting new people I feel like I've met almost every graduate that's like graduated this this year this is what we've been saying yeah like it is this family that has just 
if yeah. just developed naturally. And the fact that it's so natural means it's real. And yeah. I really like that because you are all in the same boat. Yeah. It's really, really important to be there for each other as performers and the industry anyway. Yeah. You know, this last 12 months, you know, socioeconomically has told us a lot that we really need to be there for each other more. But mm. you've also graduated into nothingness. Exactly. So yeah. I love the fact that the more and more people that I speak to today and tomorrow as well, the more I'm hearing that it's just a natural thing that's happened. And I yeah. love that. Have you felt like you can reach out to other graduates as well? Yeah, definitely. Like, I think when you first graduate, you think, oh, these people went to that school, these people went to this school. And it's like, oh, they're not, like, no, they're not all going to reach out and try and speak to each other. But, like, we're all... It's weird because, like, it's completely different from that. And everyone's just been branching out and talking to everyone. Like, um, I'm in this random, like, friendship group with people from all kinds of different schools. And it's like... It's just, like, as if we all went to the same school. And it's... That's really good. It's really nice, yeah. What's been the most surprising thing about training during a pandemic like this? Obviously, I imagine doing a lot on Zoom. And I hear that your class maybe had a a touch of the COVID. Yeah. Just a few little 30 of us or something like that. Just 85% of the whole class. (laughs) How did did that feel, obviously, when you realised, oh, this is... Yeah, it was tough. Affecting the whole year. Yeah, for sure. I think we... We felt very blessed and lucky because we did, we got really far. It happened in November and we were kind of grateful just to have any training in person from September to November. It's a good, like, in the pandemic, it's it's phenomenal. Two months grateful. of in-person classes yeah, is pretty, like, yeah. pretty good going, really, isn't it? 100% because we've had worse situations. So, of course, it was a shock, but we kind of just thought we've we've been lucky. You know, we yeah. we've, we can get through this if we've been able to do the classes already. Um And now we're coming back, you know, even stronger than ever. But it was tough. I won't lie. It was very, very tough. So do you feel like you've had like a summer break already? We have, yeah. (laughs) No, Jen, like I'm like, I'm ready. I'm raring to go because we've had a good enough pause. Lots to do, but like... Oh, Christmas was long, wasn't it? Yeah, it didn't stop. (laughs) didn't didn't end. That's fine for me though because I'm a big Christmas gal. Oh, Christmas is the The food, the drinks, yeah. This is the first year that I don't think I did a single... Well, of course I didn't do a single (laughs) single idiot Christmas. Um, Obviously no Christmas gigs were like... It's yeah. just something I didn't miss. Mm. Office parties. Yeah, but they're just all... They're never liked. They're never yeah, liked. especially if you've got to sing jazz at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm like... The requested jazz song. Oh, guys, you don't want Uptown Funk. You want, <laughs> this, you want this lovely Bobby Darren number. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> let, me, let me sing you Sinatra Christmas. Yeah. Okay, that's my jam. Sing Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, real come cool. on. Yeah. This is what you want. Oh, you want Agadu. Okay. <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> but it's been a real, it's been a really refreshing uh, day to hear so many of you so pumped mm. to, even though by the time you graduate, let's face it, it's still not going to be back to normal if, if it's yep. going to get back to any kind of normality. Mm-hmm. But it's so refreshing to hear that you still have so much drive and so much passion mm. and so much, so much excitement to get going. Mm. I do have to say, I do give a lot of it to the people that are in our industry currently because they're very open, they're open arms to us new grads. They're I'm really, glad you feel that from yeah, people as well. Yeah, definitely. They're really rooting for us, which we can feel. We all, I've spoken to all my like cohort and we all feel the energy of like, they've got us, if anything, throughout this crazy time. It's because a lot of the time, everyone's struggling anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that you're going into it as a graduate, when, when you do graduate, mm-hmm. And everything else is on top of it as yeah. well. Yeah. It's 
yeah, I suppose it's important for an industry to wrap wrap their arms, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. Around each other, but mm-hmm. to a further extent, the people who aren't even in it yet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> we are friendly. Mm. I promise. Yeah. Not that's, yeah. uh, that's our son. We won't go into that. But <laughs> I'll wait and see. I've got some time. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, you can judge us before you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first of a couple of bonus episodes of our show. Don't call us. We'll call you where we were lucky enough to meet some graduates performing at Graduates at Cadogan Hall, streaming from this weekend in aid of Acting for Others, produced by the Gradfest and Amina Hamid Productions. A wonderful group of performers that I genuinely am so grateful they gave five or ten minutes of their time after their performance to talk to me. It was quite inspiring and really, really fun. And as you can tell by the episode you just listened to, lots of audition stories, lots of opportunities about to present themselves to them. And if this is the future of musical theatre, I cannot wait. A wonderfully diverse group of people, a wonderfully passionate group of performers who are ready to take the stage. And they do so very well in in the concerts this weekend. Like I said, this is the first of a couple of bonus episodes, so join us again for episode number two, where I speak to even more graduates after they perform. Join us to talk lots of auditions, lots of theatre, love and just general optimism, how they dealt with their mental health during the pandemic and how they are keeping positive in light of a future that is delayed, I suppose, in the theatre world. I am very grateful to Amina Hamid and the Gradfest for getting me down to Cadogan Hall. Everyone at Cadogan Hall was fantastic. The shows were recorded in a COVID-secure and safe environment. Everybody was tested before they performed and joined in the room and everyone was distanced and masked at all times. It was such a lovely day. Thank you so much for having me. Join me again for episode number two. Like I said, we're going to chat to loads more. And if you'd like to listen to our normal show, there are 36 episodes in our back catalogue for you to binge, absolutely packed full of audition disasters. Stories from times in castings where professional performers and the like embarrass themselves massively. And we're here to remind you it's okay for these things to happen, much like graduating in a global pandemic. Keep going and it will all be okay. So join us for the next show where we delve back into the world of graduates at Cadogan Hall. Book your tickets for the show and I will see you very soon. Well, tomorrow, if you listen to this the day it comes out. Next episode's tomorrow. See you soon. My name's Christopher Bartlett-Walford and remember, don't call us, we'll call you. This was a bonus episode of Don't Call Us, We'll Call You. To listen to our regular shows celebrating audition mishaps, disasters, embarrassments and nightmares, make sure you subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and binge 36 episodes full of stars from the West End, Broadway, film, TV, comedy and beyond who go through their audition back catalogue to share with you their finest audition fails and we tell them anonymously submitted stories from our audience. It's cathartic, really, really funny and hopefully will help you remember that it's okay when things don't go to plan that's don't call us we'll call you find us on your podcast platform of choice